social media is great. However, what I feel that the downfall of social media has done is it has confused us about what we really want. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm so big about your values. And when it comes to earning and when it comes to building wealth and making money, your values, what are your values? Welcome to Radical Clarity with Yetane Shorters, where we discuss ideas, strategies, and concepts to support you in getting radically clear on your next level so that you can step up to the best versions of yourself for purpose, self-mastery, and living your best life now. I'm your host, Yetane Shorters, and I come to you with 20 years of experience as an international publicist, an NLP master certified coach for women entrepreneurs, a brain-centric instructional designer, a wife, a twin mom, and a bona fide foodie. I look forward to you getting radically clear on your purpose. Shall we begin? Business owners are actually happy with their business. This is according to studies from Guidance Financial. And the reason this is important today is, today I want to talk about purpose and profits, which is a lot of the work that I do. And so we're talking about the ways that you can connect your purpose to profits and how you need to think about it differently. So I'm having as our guest on Radical Clarity with me show us today, A.C. Brown, who introduced me to the thing that literally transformed the way I see my business, human design. Um, A.C., I always feel like only two people know who you are, you and God. So I always like people to introduce themselves because I, I can't, I feel like I can't do it justice. So I would love for you to tell us who you are, how you help people, and why do you do it? Wow. Okay. Well, I'm AC Brown, psychic channel, spiritual guide and teacher, and voice of truth. And I help people heal so they can live their most magical mother effing life. That's what I like to say. (laughs) I love it. And why do you do it? I do it because I know what it's like for us to be handed a deck of cards Mm -hmm. and for people to assume and to get comfortable with what they have been given. And I truly believe and I will fight 10 toes down. I will stand on the rooftops and saying that what you've been shown or what you've been given or the family that you've been um, born into or that you chose. um, It doesn't have to be that way for your life, that you have the opportunity to change and to make things anew and transform into the person that you want to be. Thank you for that intro, because I think. I wanted to pick this topic because I know for the work that I do around purpose, people not being either clear, one, or not accepting the simplicity of their purpose Mm -hmm. is why they're stuck, right? And then there's the other part of it where it's like, okay, I know what my purpose is. It feels good. And there's guilt that comes with trying to make money with it. Yes. So let's just start over from the conversation of what the heck were we born? Like, what do you think? It is that makes it a step into because I I like I could talk about this all day, Ace. You know this. Yes. I feel like the world would be a better place if everyone just stepped into their purpose. I'm like, I just want a better world. Can we can we get with it? So 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 here's the thing about purpose. And I think that there is a misconception that purpose always has to involve you doing something that creates money. 
I feel and believe that your purpose is a vehicle to the financial side of it. So your purpose can be that you are someone who is here to put a a smile on people's faces, right? And you can do that through various avenues. The issue that we, that I feel that we find ourselves in is that we are searching for the financial rewards before the soul rewards. Right. And so when we talk about what did we come here to do, everybody hates this when we talk about this, but you chose this. It's I like to say, if you've ever worked in retail or any type of place, you know how like when you were a kid or working in retail or in fast food or something or a restaurant industry that you literally see a board, I like to say, of a schedule and you pick, hmm, what do I want to learn this time? And then you pick, okay, this is what I want to learn. These are the people that I'm going to learn it with. All right, let me go through. Right. And so we pick all of this. Mm-hmm. We this is from past life. This is from right. karmic things. Right. And so when we come down here, we actually have all of the tools to complete our mission here. But yeah. it's our job to do so. Yeah. And a lot of us are put in situations where we have to kind of dig out um from all of that, I, I, I love the book, The Alchemist, because mm-hmm. that's like the premise yeah, of yeah, that yeah, where, yeah. you know, everything is already inside of him. Mm-hmm. And so it's the same thing. Everything's already inside of you. It's just that your circumstances, the people that you are around, your socioeconomic status, all of that stuff kind of gets in the way. But it's our goal to kind of filter through that mm-hmm. and to birth our birth a new version or birth the version that we came here to become. Right. I love the analogy. Right. <clears throat> so flashback, just different perspective. I was born in Chicago, raised in Nigeria, and I'm of the Yoruba culture, right? And Yoruba culture believes in like reincarnation, right? Mm-hmm. My name is Yetunde, which means mother has returned. Mm. So according to my birth, my grandmother passed away and I was born not long after. Mm-hmm. And so I, so, so based on her, I am her returned. So I come with wisdom and all of that extra stuff. Now, I feel like for people who don't have that cultural philosophy, there's a sense of like they pick this life and then they get here and they change their mind. That's how I feel. Like people get like, <laughs> get here, like oh, it happens every day. Like, what was I thinking? Well, it happens to, I mean, I do that too. I'm like, what the, what was I, why did I choose this way? Right, right. And what, and I always, I look back like, what, what is the point here? And because the, when you ask yourself that you're not paying attention, because when you get, caught into the same cycle, the same situations, mm-hmm. you're not pay you're not paying attention. So you have to say, okay, what am I not paying attention to? What do I need to learn here? Everything's a learning experience. Everything is supposed to, you know, everything's always aligned, all of that stuff. But what are you not paying attention to? If you're like, dang, why did I choose this? Right. And then when you can pinpoint why you chose this, that's where the magic really happens. Mm-hmm. I love, I love that perspective. It's like, what are you not paying attention to? And what do you need to learn? And I think what happens is we get caught up in what life is doing that we forget that the why is already inside, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, people always 
do this thing with, you know, I used to, I used to say, find your purpose. And then, you know, obviously with evolution of me learning, I'm like, nah, the stuff has always been inside, right? right? So it's just about discovering what it is. So the way I, I, I translate it to my clients, I say, look, I'm like your archaeologist, right? I'm just here to take the brush. Right. And brush it off. That's it. It's already there. It's already there. It's just you're there to and people like yourself and me, we're we're there to see into what other people don't see. Right. And then say, okay, this is what you have. Go forth and use it if you choose to. Now, you know, everybody don't listen. (laughs) So and that's that's stressful. Stress. Yeah. However, when they do, you you know, I've I've had this with clients all the time. They're like, oh my gosh, you were right. I I did this. I tried that. And I'm like, see, that's that's all it took. Yeah. Is just for someone to see into you and say, okay, right. this is the re- direction that would be the best for you for to you. go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So when when is the first time that you the concept of purpose came to you? Because I think purpose is this thing that feels existential, right? So let's break it down. Why? Right. When you think about purpose, think about about the word why. Why the heck are we here? Why are you here? When was the first time that your why ever showed up for you? Oh, gosh, probably when I was about 14 or 15. And I that well, you know, as a psychic, I started astral projecting a lot. Um, My grandmother always knew that I was psychic, that, you know, as they say in the South, she has the gift or whatever. And that was always a part of me. But when I was in high school, I started astral projecting a lot, so much that it scared me. And I started using um, over-the-counter sleep medications mm. to make sure I slept through the night because, you know, I had to go to high school in the morning. Like, I didn't write to my kids. Right. You know, by spirits and, you know, talking to me like, I didn't feel like doing that. And so I remember I, it was either a Les Brown book that I had stumbled upon in Barnes and Nobles. And I don't remember the name of the book, um, but it was about your purpose and about your why. And I remember starting reading that. Um, There was another book. I think it was, it was either, my mom always had like Yama Van Zandt books around and stuff like that. Um, But it was, I think it was a Les Brown book and even a Tony Robbins book. And that was kind of like, there, I always knew that I was different. Yeah. Um, just because of my um my family background. I am the I like to say the only only. So I'm the only child. Everybody else has a brother or sister. Um, in the, you know, unfortunately the black community with colorism and things like that. I am the the darkest one in my family. So there was like that whole like differentiator like I was just different yeah and so I knew then like are we between like 14 15 like I'm supposed to do something really big with my life and I remember even being in um Girl Scouts Mm -hmm. and one of the mothers she was psychic um she was a really really sweet Latin woman and she used to always talk to my mom about my voice and just honestly, she's like, she's going to make millions with her voice. And my mom, I wanted to sing at the time. And my mom was like, well, I wanted to sing, right? I wanted to sing. And she was like, no, 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 not singing. She can't sing. (laughs) I wanted to be a songwriter at the time. That was like my dream. And um, 
I just knew that there was something bigger and I would always have visions of me being on stage and Mm -hmm. just all sorts of things. And I was just like, okay, well, how is this going to happen? And then I just started playing and dibbling and dabbling in different things, different industries. And then it wasn't probably until I would say after college, um, well, after my master's when I got my life coaching certification because I was afraid of the word psychic, like, oh, what are people going to think? So I used to always use intuitive all the time. And I was just like, okay, I can use, do this through this. Cause I was always giving readings, all of that stuff before. And then I just kind of delved. I was like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to help people through this way. And that's just, here I am. I love that. I love, I love that getting to your wife story. And so I know, cause I'm, I'm listening to my listeners. I know that when you said I astro projected, like what the hell? What is that? Please <laughs> rewind select that. So what yeah. is astro projection? Like I understand because I'm with you on the don't call it psychic. I'm I'm still in the I'm I'm intuitive phase. Yes, I, everybody's I, always in that phase. I'm, I'm intuitive. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so so what is astro projection and what does that look like as a teenager? Because some somebody's kid might be experiencing it now. Some mom entrepreneur who's listening might be experiencing it now. And I know what the hell. Well, I didn't know what it was. I'll tell you how I found it out. But so astral projection is, so how it would happen for me, it's pretty much when your soul kind of leaves your body and goes into the astral plane. But what happens is that when you don't know it's happening to you, you get what is called like sleep paralysis when your soul is coming back into your body. So what would happen is I would be astral projection. I really wasn't knowing that much. And I would wake up and then there would be a like a dark cloud over me. Mm-hmm. But I found out that that was me coming back okay. in. And then the dark cloud would just hover me and then I would be paralyzed paralyzed to the point I couldn't move my body, anything. I would be screaming. Nothing would be coming out. And then all of a sudden I would be, <gasps> and I would take a deep breath. And then I would wake, wake up and I and could be tired. Right. And then I could be able to move. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was happening. And how I found out actually, there was one day after school, my grandmother was watching <laughs> um, Montel Williams and Sylvia Brown was on. Right. And a lady asked the question about it. She was like, oh, you're just astral projection. That's just your body coming back. I was like, oh, that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. So then I looked it up mm-hmm. and I was just like, oh, that's what's happening. And then I started, I didn't start really going into the astral plane until later on. But then I was like, well, I can't control this. So... I need to start taking sleep medication so I can go to sleep. So I got to get right. up in the morning. Right, right. That's what I want to do. I got to catch the bus. Right, I got to catch the bus. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. Right, right. Right. Time for this. Right, right. Oh, I, I love that. So thanks for, thanks for sharing that because I think someone, someone might be like, what, what is that? What is that? Yeah. All right. So here's, here's for my non, uh, what is it? Different levels and layers of thinking. Here's what I would not have offered to you, right? For those listening. There is such a thing in science called electromagnetic energy. It is a real thing. Google it, right? And so when you think about the levels of energy around the world, literally, there's levels of energy. You think of space. You think of the sun. All of right. these things. Energy. There's some energies you see. There's some you don't see. You don't see germs, but we feel them when we country code. 
it's the same idea. So right. to relax your mind before you stress out, all this is part of the world that we live in. And so the idea is how do you tap into those different levels as the human being that you are who has free will and can tap into whatever level that you want to. So in easing into that and coming back to the physical of your why, right? Your mm-hmm. purpose. When you discovered what your purpose was, mm-hmm. did you ever feel scared that you wouldn't have the support that you need to manifest? That's a great question. It's not that I was scared that I didn't have the, wouldn't have the support. It was here I am. I'm already weird. I'm already kind of the oddball out anyway. I'm already different. Now I'm going to make myself even more different and do it publicly. I did this work offline for so long before I even started even putting my face on social media. Right. Cause I was just like, Oh God, here we go again. Like yeah, 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 yeah. here I go with something, you know? And so it wasn't, it was a very scary process because I had to step into it, but there was also the part of me of being 14, 15, having my mom drop me off at Barnes and Nobles, being in the metaphysical section, being in the self-help section and not seeing my face. I want to be as big as I want to be, then I have to put myself out there because I, I need someone else who's 15 or 14 who is going through what I went through or who's having all of these kind of spiritual things happen to them to be like, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love that's That's, that's another reason why I do this. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Okay. So when you think about the, the challenges of women specifically, because we work mostly with women, women accepting either, that their purpose is within them or that the purpose is simple. When you think about the challenge, what do you think is the thing that's stopping them from fully either stepping into it or realizing it? Confidence, practice. Mm. Because it's so simple, what happens is what I notice Mm. for myself in my journey, uh, because it came so easy, I was like, well, what's the hook? Mm. So I could just, you know, so then you start feeling guilty about putting a price on things, about charging for stuff because it's so easy. But then you're trying to do things like, you know, in corporate America, you know, and things like that. You've had that. We've all, and you're like, these people getting on my nerves. Why am I here? Or, you know, there was a point where I was like, okay, I'm either getting laid off or fired. Right. I got to, you don't, spirit don't want me to be here. Yeah. yeah. So. Or in this capacity like this. Right. I mean, right. this is not a call. Everybody has to be an entrepreneur. No, everybody doesn't. Because sometimes your purpose was, is, is within, the the court, within the company. Yeah. However, we do find ourselves in places that we don't belong because we are trying to make it complicated. And so what happens is that when we see our counterparts and I'll say people who don't, you know, look like you and I, mm-hmm. who are of different nationalities, will say that mm-hmm. um, they don't have the baggage that we do. Right. So it was easier for them to just say, you know, what? I'm going to just take my talents and my passion and make a life for myself. 
and figure it out. But we don't have that because of our lineage, socioeconomic status. We have to be the we have to be the best. We have to do this. We have to do that. So the path for us is complicated just due to us being who we are. Right. I hope that I hope that answers. No, that that really does make sense because I think it's the idea of you know, not just the confidence being in the, in the way, like not having confidence in the, the purpose thing, but also what are the things that can come in the way of you realizing what that purpose is, right? And so being mindful that you're not crazy, there's some things that are in the way of your purpose manifesting itself. And so I think, I think one, asking the deeper question, the simple, why am I here? And how do I need to manifest why I'm here? What does that look like? Is it in a company? Because I learned that from my best friend. Uh, we had a business years ago, maybe like 2003. And I was, I'm the entrepreneur, you know, energy projector. I'm like, go, go, go do it. She's like, it's okay. I'm, I, I'm good with being second. Like, I don't have to be the one doing it. I was like, huh. Yes, that made me realize, like, everybody doesn't have to be first. Sometimes your purpose is to be number two. And, and so, and she is probably further along in life because she realizes that a lot of, and that's another thing. Uh, social media is great. Mm-hmm. However, what I feel that the downfall of social media has done is it has confused us about what we really want. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm so big about your values. Yeah. And when it comes to earning and when it comes to building wealth and making money, your values, what are your values? What do you truly value and how you want to accomplish those things? Because if you get that down, yeah, you can say that. I don't need to be number one. I'm okay with being number two and being fine. Because there's some people that feel that they need to be number one. Yeah. And that they're they're going against the grain trying to be number one. Yeah. When you, your purpose is maybe to be number two. Yeah. 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 Okay. So when you think about the challenge that women have with connecting their why purpose, to making money that feels good, consistently guilt-free. Why is it so hard? Like, I, you know, I know this is the work I've come to do. I know this is my purpose is to help women connect their purpose to profit. It's a gift. I do it seamlessly. But I always find that challenging. Like the first step is like, I'm, I, I see the line and I'm like, what do you think it is that is making it so hard to connect that dot? I, I would say it's just the confidence. You just need the confidence. Once you have the confidence and you believe in what you're doing, it's a lot easier. And we always assume, um, I would say, and I learned this when I was a photographer, we assume that people don't have money or people don't want to spend the money that they want to spend it on. And I learned this in for, and I always love telling the story. Um, because I learned this as a photographer, I went to this workshop. This was probably, gosh, in 2000 and I don't remember. It was a while ago. It was almost close to like eight years ago. I went to this when I was still having my photography business. And it was um, a woman who she talked about pricing and she was talking about psychology and pricing and things like that. And she said, stop assuming that people don't have money to pay, you know, for your fees, all of that stuff. And she said that she was like, do you know how much the average drug addict gets a hold of 
financially in their time. She said the average drug addict is on drugs, I think, between five and seven years. That was the average at the time. Mm-hmm. And she's like, do you know how much money they get a hold of in that time in drug money? Mm-hmm. And so we were like, oh, we don't know, 50000 you know, seven. She was like $250,000. Wow. Wow. So if a drug addict can find a way quarter of a million dollars to get a quarter of a million dollars to use drugs, somebody could pay you for photography. That's an insight. Exactly. Because they want, and I don't know what those statistics are today, because this is a long time ago, but we were like that much. She was like a, a, a whole house. Wow. That they are either robbing, stealing, doing whatever working, all all of that to get drugs. Yeah. Yeah. So when women and when people are, you know, following their purpose and doing their work and all of that stuff, we have to also say, if I have something that someone wants, they will purchase it. And you have to have that belief. Yeah. Yeah. What is the misconception about purpose that you feel women have? that stops them from realizing it. Misconception. It would be be going back to that. It has to do with entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Right. Everyone is not meant to be an entrepreneur. Everyone doesn't want to be an entrepreneur. And I always say this, um, that you know you're supposed to be an entrepreneur. It's it's not um, as um, it's not a choice. <laughs> it's not a choice. Um, there's some who can dibble and dabble and go back and forth between corporate working for themselves. But for true entrepreneurs, and there's nothing wrong if you're not a true entrepreneur, because this is who wants this craziness. All, you know what I mean? Like this is literally a this is crazy. This is literally crazy. Yeah. Um, you, so I would say that your purpose is wrapped around you working for yourself. Mm-hmm. Your purpose can be in your family. Your purpose can be in a in a corporation. Your purpose can be with your friends. I think that the biggest misconception is that we set out looking for it mm-hmm. when it already exists, like you mm-hmm. said, and it's just about it appearing to us. I like to say that your purpose is you know, you on one side of the street, your purpose on the other side, and you're looking at each other and then you cross paths. Ah, I love that. That's like a love story. Because that's what it is. It's a love story. It's like, oh, there you are. I've been waiting for you. Yeah. Like, I've been, there you are. Like, just finally meeting up. I love that. I love that perspective. I love that. Okay, so what has surprised you? And if you have a short story to share on this, this would be awesome. What has surprised you about... The journey to stepping into your purpose is hard. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. No, not. Well, okay. Let me, let me say this, that it is hard, Mm -hmm. but it is also um, rewarding and it's, it's easy. It it is easy. Yes. It is easy. Like, Especially on the financial end, it's easy. We, I mean, and me, you know, I just recently finished last year a, um, tri- a certified transformational money healer certification. 
um, because I wanted to help people with their financial trauma because I have it. Um, and money is not the problem. That's the, She's just money, money, the, the actual money is not the problem. Thank you. It's the other things that are the problem. Yeah. And so when we kind of realize that and heal that and handle that, it becomes easy. And also too, but the, the caveat to the ease is you have to know what you want. Mm. A lot of us don't know what a lot of people say that they, you, they don't know what they want. But they're so distracted. We are so distracted. Like, like, so let's not separate. We are so distracted by news, working every day, social media, all of these things. Like, so I understand not knowing what you want. Is there a path that you can share to getting to what you want sooner? I would say asking spirit for ease. I was like, make this easy. Um, but I also would say you have to take the worry out of it. And I'll say this because, you know, everybody's of course, you know, worried about the, the, but the height of this recession coming, you know, they're saying, Oh, it's not going to come until next year, next summer, all of that stuff. We thought we were all going to die two years ago. <laughs> some of us are still here. here right? Some of us are, you know, got, you know, some of us are still God worse souls that did, yeah. but, we that we've never experienced that in our lifetimes and we're still here and people thrived mm. and i've been through a recession for yeah. and i'm still here granted it wasn't great yeah but and and also too the last recession that happened i was like just yeah in college so that was even worse because we didn't have social media the way it was i mean people are selling feet pics like this, like you know, Renata, you know, oh, make that this, but there's so many things that you can do to provide for yourself that you just have to make a decision so that it's easy and you have to make a decision. Once you make that decision, then that's half the battle. I think being, I always use the word radical clarity, right? This is called radical clarity, like, right. Finding a moment to like be with your intuition, your alpha state, like just quiet the noise for a second because your soul has been trying to talk to you, but you're over here busy not getting the news and saying you don't know what to do. It's like, I'm trying to talk to you. Just just quiet down for a moment and listen to what your heart is telling you, what your soul right. is telling you, so that you can have more clarity on what's next. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when you think about your journey to connecting your purpose to mm -hmm. money, what has been the biggest challenge? Because I, I know that, we, you know, when you talk about money traumas, right? The connection, right? What has been the biggest challenge in transitioning or connecting your purpose to profits that feel good? And, and how do you maintain that? Knowing that it's possible. That's number one that I'm, I don't, you know, there's, there was a version of me that, I had to take this struggle route. Mm. And so I had to get out of that. Like, why do I have, I to, have struggle? to struggle? Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I can make it very easy for myself. I have a skill. I have resources. I have talents that people want, that people need, that people that have helped people. So I don't have to make it as hard as I'm trying to make it. It's easy 
to get the things that I want, but also too, I had to be really clear on my values. Mm. My value, one, I, I, I think that starts with anything. When you are clearing your values, then you can start from there. You know, my values are spirituality, security, mm-hmm. status, innovation, and luxury. Those are my values. I love it. If it doesn't involve that, or if I don't, if it doesn't hit one of those, mm-hmm. then I don't need to be doing it. Yeah. And so when you have your values, because everyone's like, oh, my values, freedom. Is it? Is it really freedom? Do you want to be because freedom is being free. You're not tied to anything. You can, you know, and like, oh, wait, maybe not freedom. Maybe it's flexibility. So you have to really think about these words. And so when you can have those values and say, okay, this is how I want my life to be. This is what I want it to entail. All of that. Then you can like move forward. Like, okay, I like this. This is this is how it's going to happen. And so when you do that and when you can claim those and embrace those and embody those, it makes it easier for you to move forward because your value may be family and your family looks different. You don't have to have a yacht. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe, you know what I mean? You might might get seasick on a yacht. I'm right. Or you might, you know, it's about you being able to go to Disney World with your family four times a year and take everybody. Or, you know, I think what happens too is people look at companies and people, especially when it comes to product-based businesses, like, oh, this person, she's making so much money. She hired all her family. Do you want to work with all your family? Because I don't. <laughs> I don't want that responsibility yeah. on my on my ch- chest like that. I, ha- I hired my whole family. Now they're depending on me for it. Right. Everything. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, people are like mimicking mm-hmm. other what people's dreams. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, is that even what you want? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. You know, one of the, the when you just talked about values in. Um, one of the things that I loved about, you know, getting my certification in, as an NLP master practitioner was. Identifying what your subconscious values are, and there's a process. Mm-hmm. Anyone listening, if you're if you're into it, send me a message. I'll walk you through the process. Um, um, to identify what your subconscious core values are, right? And so it's funny because they teach, or it teaches that once you identify what your core values, it can actually guide what you're attracting, friends, businesses, and all of that. And you find that you actually attract people that have similar, um values to you. So when you said security, that's one of my, I have my core values written. That's one of my, my core values, right? Now, security and freedom are actually one of my values. So there was a conflict, right? It's a huge conflict. Right, right, right. So it's a huge conflict. Right. So I have to resolve that. And right. So, so that's, that, that, that can happen when you have your core values where you might have values that conflict with each other. And so the resolution is, so I'll give you an example. So security being my core value, that includes financial security, mental, physical, I'm married. Like I, I, I like that security of a home, a family, but freedom, I love to travel, right? I love to like hang out with my girlfriends and plan parties and just like be me, do it, right? So the conflict with that was I have a family, so I have a responsibility and that security also came in the way of that freedom. And so what does that look like for me? That means every Friday, I shut off my office at two o'clock and go to the beach by myself and chill out. That is security. Well, maybe that yeah. word then is not, and see that's, I'm big on words. Maybe the word is not freedom. Maybe the word is exploration. No, but I'm clear it's freedom because I know what that, for, what freedom means to me is like me being able to have me time, right? That's okay. Not, so, okay. So freedom means everything to somebody else. Like, so it's not like 
free that's another thing too, right. right what does that mean to you because right. luxury for me right. is about experiences it's about right. it doesn't mean that i have to like yeah no right so it's just that what i want luxury experiences and all so yes i yeah. agree with that so so, so it's it's i mean and identifying what that was freedom for me meant okay when my husband's traveling i'm like okay babe i'm coming with you i'm not bringing the kids because i love to travel so yeah. you have to compensate in the times where some of your core values are are affected you have to compensate for it so that you feel fulfilled at the end of the, your day and so what what AC saying about knowing what your core values are to get to your purpose. If you don't know what your core values are, and I'm not talking, you just blowing it out. Oh, family is my core value. Like, right. No, you got to dig deep. Yeah. Do the subconscious like program. Of, what are my real core values that I don't even know that they're my core values? And that's what's actually guiding you. Um, it can help you get more clarity on, on what you need to do and how you need to show up. No, absolutely. Because even when I say luxury, people are like, oh, wow, I, yeah. I'm afraid to say that. So what? Like, yeah, yeah. I was I was afraid to embrace that. But no, that's a value of mine. Luxury, yeah. status, yeah. Yeah. security, yeah. spirituality, innovation. Yeah. Those are my core values. I love that. And so, and so you function in that, right? So even when you're thinking about the products that you come up with, they help people feel secure. Right. So tap into that spirituality. You using your spirit. Like it all Correct. comes together. Correct. You it's something, a new way of doing it. Innovation's my thing. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Last question before we get to the sprint jam is what did you already know about your purpose? But think about differently now that you know better. Mm. <sighs> well, I would say. <laughs> I thought it would happen when I was younger mm. and I'm glad it didn't because I would be on some reality show chasing my, my former life looking like a damn fool. Um, <laughs> so that's um, that I would say that I had to heal a lot of me to step into the the big version and the big vision that I have. Mm-hmm. And that just took some healing. And now that I've done that, I'm ready. What does healing look like? Was that what that therapy, mentorship? therapy, mentorship, coaching, but therapy for sure. Just unpacking traumas, yeah. um, unpacking um, things. Um, I also have, uh, I'm certified as a um, trauma-informed business coach. And mm-hmm. so that also, because that was getting in the way as well. Yeah. Your trauma gets in the way of your business Sabotage, yeah. um all of those things so i had to like really look at it and say okay what is going on why is this happening or why am i hitting this brick wall right. or why am i as i like to say crossing over the the bridge of performative kind of mm-hmm. happiness and yeah. i was just like oh it's because i'm not doing i'm not really doing my work i'm really not digging deep mm-hmm. and then when i dig deep and i like cracked open and unraveled myself yeah then I was like, oh, okay, I'm ready now. I love it. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. Before we get into the spring jam, uh, intuitively, mm-hmm. any message you have for whoever's listening right now around stepping into their why and, and knowing how, if they want to, making money with it? Follow the clues. You already know. You already know what it is. Yeah. Just, so just, just lean into that. Love it. Love it. All right. AC favorite childhood memory. Oh gosh. There's so many, um, but a favorite childhood memory. 
would probably be just with my grandmother and her making my grandmother my one of my favorite things that she used to make me when I was a kid was um a chocolate cake like just a yellow box cake with chocolate icing but with walnuts around the cake nice and we just sitting in the kitchen yeah just (laughs) yeah or she would make me um she would make me fresh chocolate milk with fresh vanilla in it and shake it up in a mason jar and put oh. ice in it. Ah, oh. to oh taste God. that right now, oh. so good, so good, so oh. good, so I good. Love it. I love it. All right, favorite quote. Um, so and this is a quote that's very touchy. So, um, it's the little story behind it. But, um, when my mom, my mom's an accountant. Um, she's worked in like accounts payables and receivables like my whole entire life. Um, and. I interned, my mom used to work at Bed Bath & Beyond um, when I was in high school and I interned there and the HR rep and her sister, Mm -hmm. um, they were just so amazing to me. They interned and I was used to like delivering mail, filing things for people. But at the end of the summer, one summer, they gave me a little plaque that I still have. And it says, where you are, there is the sun. Mm -hmm. And I always held on to that because a few years later, they both died at 9-11 they were working at the same job again yeah Um, oh wow and they both died in one of the towers in the twin towers so that was that's always been like where you are there is the sun that's powerful and that's that's the reminder that you are the sun yes right like wherever you are like you you take your light with you everywhere Mm -hmm. i love that i love that what does purpose mean to you specifically Purpose means alignment. It means being fully taken care of by spirit, by source. Once you listen and follow instructions. (laughs) (laughs) You got to listen. You don't got to listen. You got to follow instructions. Listen. I love it. I love it. And then last question. What are you currently doing for your own next level? Oh gosh, so many things. Um, I am leaning into using my voice in a very interesting way. I'm going to be creating something that will be coming out in January. Um, I am working on a book proposal. I will have a book deal before the end of the year. I'm claiming it, naming it, claiming it. Um, and just really focusing on, I have a, a course that I'm really passionate about. That's like sort of the entry point to my work is called Healing the Wound. Mm-hmm. And it's about um, worth and money. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm really just moving forward with that. I love it. And and thank you for talking about ease earlier because um, I just celebrated my, my husband sent me to Cabo for a week to just kind of chill. Oh, lovely. And I just, and the message I got, because I was like focused on my birthday, was the message it was ease. And it was like, this is my year of ease. Everything I want, everything that those I want, uh, or that I love, whatever they want is going to be easy. Like I expect everything to be easy, period, for the next year. So Yay. thank you for that, for that uh, affirmation when you said ease. I'm like, okay, got it. I heard you. Um, and so I appreciate that on your next level, you're helping women actually heal. And men, you know, whatever. You yes. Yeah, yeah, right. of course. Helping not. The funny thing is I used to, when I first started life coaching, I only worked with men. Really? I only had men clients. That was a I, choice. 
all that's just all that was attracted to me. Wow. I love working with men. Like I I love working with men. <laughs> because you know why? When men are ready to change, they listen. I never had no problems telling them, giving them homework assignments. They were like, oh, I did this. I did that. I did that. Absolutely love it. So there's any men. Holler at me. I like, cause they, when they're ready to change, they just, they just do the work. Yeah. I love it. Oh, thank you for that. Well, AC, where can we find you and hang out with you online to learn more about your work? You can find me at acbrown.com, um, AC Brown on Instagram, on TikTok, um, and I believe AC Brown one on YouTube. And then of course my podcast is my aura on straight. Yes. AC, I want to thank you for joining us on Radical Clarity with you and showed us today. It was amazing having you on and thank you for answering all those questions and just sharing yourself with us. Thank you. Thank you. If you've enjoyed what you've just listened to, go ahead and subscribe on the platform and leave your review. I'd like to hear from you. If you have any questions about today's show, please head over to the Radical Clarity podcast page and leave your comments and I'll follow up with you if you have any questions for AC. Please leave your questions there as well. I want to thank you, listener, for your time. I appreciate you making the decision to listen today. Until next time, I invite you to get radical clarity on your purpose and step fully into the next best version of yourself. I'm using this shortest for now, and I'm leaving you with love, lessons, and a whole lot of productivity does so you can get stuff done. Take care. Well, if you've enjoyed what you've just listened to, go ahead and subscribe on the platform and leave your review. I'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions about today's show, head over to Radical Clarity Podcast page and leave your comments and I'll follow up with you. Thank you for your time. I really do appreciate you making the decision to listen today. So until next time, I really would love to invite you to get radically clear on your purpose so that you can step fully into the next best version of yourself. I'm Yesenay Shorters, and for now, I'm leaving you with love, blessings, and a boatload of productivity dust. Peace. <laughs>